Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War! I, of course, am Mad Mike, and we are here to talk NXT, and with me, as always, is my sworn rival in Mayhem Mania, Antonio Garza. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Uh, it, it was a show. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> it happened. Uh, it happened. That's usually what I say when I say bad things about a show. Uh, I know. <laughs> with, with, with us is, as always, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Amy Peyton. How are you, sir? Uh, I would like to confirm the reports from Tony Garza that this indeed was a show. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us this evening. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to further confirm the reports, uh, it appears we we have a caller from the mainstream media on the line. Matt Carlins, was this a show? It was a show, and you could trust me, I'm a journalist. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, so we're here to talk NXT. I am going to go first for my one word, and I am going to say tags. 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 All right. Tags. Garza, what was your one word this week? Uh, I'm trying to find a better word to describe it, but dumb. And I'll get to that. I'll get to that in my bag. God damn it, because it's my bet too, I think. Or it may be my change to two, I guess. I don't know. Either way. All right, Eamon, what's your one word this week? Welp. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You you motherfuckers need, need to stop being sour. You know what? No, majority of... Okay, majority of the show was good, but we'll get to it. All right, all right. Uh, Matt, what was your one word this week? Tie! <laughs> oh, that should have been a better word. Yeah, that's a much better word. Good job. Ten. Man. Ten. <laughs> ten. Oh, we did it! I'll tell you what, when he came out, I was like, he's alive! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, well, my good this week, I'm just going to say it, the opener, the eight-man tag of Fuck. holy shit. Um, Is it weird that I want to see Big Cass and Jason Jordan as a team? Did you Not see the, someone someone shared the gif online of them like Jordan just hulking up with the straps down and Cass just like yelling? <laughs> oh my god. Like they were they were hot tagging each other. It was amazing. It, it was fantastic. Um, it was as if they had found their soulmate in the middle of that match and they <laughs> and it, it, like, and I kinda wanna see Jason Jordan throw a suplex like throw someone on a suplex into Cass's big boot. I wanna I see that happen. I'd love if they just decided mid-match, oh, we're just going to switch teams. <laughs> yeah, Jordan would make a more effective partner if you're going to do the rocket launch. I mean, he's like yeah. twice the size of Enzo. Probably yeah. would keep somebody down. Fair it is, yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with Mike. That match was fantastic. Uh, dude, all right, uh, before we get to everyone, 
Does NXT has a, have the best tag team division? Yeah, yeah. Slightly, no. I, I would say rivals with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is really good. Okay. I, 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 I'm going NXT. Like, see, and to me, NXT's tag teams are well defined. Yeah. Like they, they all have their individual motivations and everything. Like, and this was these were only four teams. We didn't have the Vaude Villains or the Hypros or the occasional Lucha Dragons or Ascension in this. Yeah. I, I, the one thing I always like about NXT tag teams is that they're always tag teams. I don't name like until name they're a, not. Name until a until they're when, not. Well, well, well I, mean, I mean, it's not like they split up or something like that. Well, no, no. I mean, in the sense of like, can you name me a time? That like, they've there's been a singles match with a tag team, you know what I mean? Like you'll see on like sometimes on Raw you'll be like, oh let's mix things up, let's have just Jay Uso like wrestle just Devon Dudley. They'll do that. Wow, a lot. That's a really good point. They NXT doesn't do that. It's always tag matches, even if it's like a jobber team they're facing. But it's all they're always a tag team. They're never like you never see Jason Jordan just wrestle singles. Or you'll never see, um, you know, Zack Ryder wrestle singles matches when he's in a tag team with Mojo Rawley. They wow, I'm trying wrestle. to think. That's a real. That's a really, really good point. They here. always wrestle as a tag team. The only time I can ever think of it happening was back when they were doing the Enzo and Cass versus Legionnaires feud, and they had Enzo versus Sylvester before that one time. But it was, and that was the hair versus hair thing. And that was actually more Enzo versus. So Russia asked the feud, and they just had their, their backups. Right. That's the only time I can think of that that happening. Yeah, I can't really... Wow, that's... Yep. Shit. I can't believe... We've done it. On that. That's, that's really good, Amy. That's really, really good. All right, uh, Garza, what was your good this week? Ten! 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 <laughs> Tied to the one of match! Yay! Hey, hey <laughs> someone had to win that match. Everyone was so excited for Ty Dillinger to win. <laughs> You know what? Remember, like two weeks ago, when we were talking about who's gonna have that Daniel Bryan uh, reaction, where people just want to see this guy go over. That's Ty Dillinger. The people love this guy. And, and much like Daniel Bryan, he's on the shelf. Yeah. And, oh, <laughs> oh Damon. It, it sucks. It sucks. He's but he'll be back. But uh, yeah, like I, I was really, really happy that Ty Dillinger won a match. Like. He he looked happy and and <laughs> he was so happy. I'm happy. Can I can I go to my good next? Yes, you absolutely can. I was just about to throw it at you. So, uh, Tonio's you know good was that uh, Tyler Elgin won a match. My good is that Alex Riley lost a match. Oh. <laughs> Rage. <laughs> Rage against the dying of the I, ten. I love that the story is that nobody gives a shit about Alex Riley. <laughs> yeah. It's I, weird. He looks I feel so like they should cool. parlay that into something, though. Like, I feel like they should... And I, I know this may sound bad when I first say it out of my mouth. I feel like Alex Riley should feel like that he's a loner, that no one cares about him until he stumbles across a drifter. Okay. I feel like they would be an interesting tag team. And drift away? <laughs> no, I, no, I, feel, I feel like Alex Riley would be able to identify with Elias Sampson. Yeah, I can see that. Because, I mean, Elias needs something. Alex Riley definitely has something. 
He's got not sure what that is. He's got he's got a killer uh, Triple H cosplay, as I'm taking from the <laughs> <laughs> as, as as was mentioned, the best and worst. You know, I, mean, I, I never thought I'd say this, but Alex Riley worked better as the college kid with the jacket and like because yeah. this guy like it's annoying. He looks so old against everyone else. In he NXT. looks yeah. he looks gray. Like his skin looks gray. Yeah. Like how does that happen? It doesn't look well. <laughs> Are you he's Solomon Grundy. He's Kratos or something. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, looks geez. unwell. He looks like a a washed up wrestler from the eighties. He is he is slowly turning into um shoot I can't the Ram the Ram from the wrestler. Damn it! What's his name? <laughs> Randy, okay. the Ram. Randy the Ram. He's slowly turning into Randy the Ram. Uh, without the success. About him. Without Rand the success or popularity. Randy the Rage <laughs> Riley. Randy the Rage Riley. All right, Matt. What was your good this week? Um. Well, I'll tell you one thing. That Drake, he's a heck of a referee. I mean, he calls it, he sees it, uh, and he provided a concise and clear explanation to uh, General Manager Regal after the main event. And uh, he made a lot of sense. I mean, it took him five minutes to get to the point, but he, he eventually did. His explanation. He's a hell of a referee. I don't know. <laughs> it hey. looks like. I want to toot my own horn here. I called that shit. You did call it. I called that shit exactly because you did call it, and I hope you're proud of yourself. I am. <laughs> I am actually. Hold on, hold on. Can you see me beaming with pride, Eamon? Oh. I'm beaming, beaming right here. No, I, th I thought the finish was great. I thought the finish was great. I really <laughs> like I'm serious. I'm okay. Serious. Not just because I called I, it. I, I love the story. I love. I, I thought it was well executed. They're dead even. They're dead even. <laughs> okay. I, I can't wait to do my bad. I can't wait. I, to I was gonna say. I all just, right. I, all right. Go to your bad, Garza. Fine. Both of your points. Here's here's my bad. I don't have a problem. They trying to continue the story of we still don't have a clear presser, but Regal is the manager. And Drake is the referee. Both men have the power to restart a match if they really wanted a freaking winner. Yes. So here's when the thing. Work, they, they look dumb. Both of them look dumb. Because here's the thing. In the triple threat match, it made sense. Because you had two guys locking one guy in the submission. The guy had zapped out. So there was no, there was legitimately no idea who won. Like, it was like, what do you do in a scenario like that? You know, because that's never happened before. And you don't know what to do in a scenario. If a scenario like this happens, you just restart the match. You can't just restart the match out of nowhere. There are contracts to be signed. Oh, my God. No. There, are, there, are, there, there are rules, Eamon. The match ended. It was a draw. Regal is the manager. so. Besides, let, let's just say, for argument's sake, okay? For argument's sake, in the triple threat match, Sammy probably should have gotten the win because he had the submission hold locked on first. But, but no, no, let, let's, say, let's say for argument's or, 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 let's say, all right, fine. Let's say because uh, Baron didn't tap until Joe put the crossface on. So Joe should, by rights, get the win. Yep. Sammy was the aggressor in this time. So technically, they're even. Yeah, but the, I there. No, that was a tie. It's a different match, though. Yeah. Um, 
going to my bat, though, because uh, I'll, I'll kind of go off Tony as bad, but it's the way they did it. It's the way they executed it. Um, Mike, you did call it, but I think one of the things you suggested when you called it was that Joe locks him in the Kakina clutch, Sami Zayn rolls over, and there's like a tap out when Joe's shoulders are down. Yeah, I, I was that, calling the I was calling the Roddy Piper Bret Hart WrestleMania eight. That I can understand. This, however, Sammy hits the haluva kick, falls on top of Samoa Joe, and that's it. Now, and then Corey Graves starts to argue that because Samoa Joe's arm was over top of Sammy Zayn's arm, it counts as a pin for both men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which it's not. Sammy clearly had the pin. No, I I, I thought. I thought um uh, I thought Joe's arm and leg position was very specifically uh, convincing no. that he was at least had an argument that he was pinning Sami Zayn. It's an argument, but it, it it's a it's a thing that if you argue it, you look like a complete asshole. Like, but but see the thing is, Eamon, Joe's the heel. He but, should look like the asshole. Joe, no, if that yeah, was that's, if that that's was true. if that was Sammy, if those positions were exactly reversed. Sammy would say, no, you know what? Joe got me. I know yeah. his shoulders are on the mat. Joe got me. But Joe is the dick. He should be the one arguing for the lesser position. That's I'm, why I like it. That, that's, that's fair. I just think it's a weak way of doing it. Well, it I mean, makes... if, they're, if they're building up to the to takeover before WrestleMania, we've got a long ways to go. Yeah. We have a long ways to go, so you got to stretch it. I understand that, but I just feel like it was such a weak way to do it. Do they need to stretch it, though? I think they do. They've because got, they've got, Mania, Mania isn't until April. Yeah, but... They don't have to stretch anything. It's in the can, so I mean... I mean no, I mean, it's only, what, like, one month and a half now, and you still need to build up the people with Balor. Yeah, I guess. I, 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 I think it's a good way of stretching it, especially... Because I think the best case scenario is probably getting the triple threat match out of it. I'd love to see a triple threat with uh, Joe, Balor, and Sammy. I I think I'd prefer that more than either of the individual matches. Yeah, again, I don't mind that they did a, a double thing. I just don't like the way they did it. There, there is There are much better ways to achieve that, to make both guys look still good. This was clearly a case of Sammy had him beat, and it was a the, the smallest of smallest technicality. Like, Especially after watching Lucha on the ground, to be honest. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was just going to say this, too, because, all right, you're, you're I, I, I mean, I can see where you're going, and you're, I see you're, you're arguing that it kind of makes Sammy look like an idiot, right? But we just watched Lucha Underground, Pentagon Jr. got pinned in... Okay, virtually the exact same way, where the reason he was pinned is because he kind of forgot that his shoulders were on the mat, basically. And it's that's basically fair. The reason both of those guys got pinned is because they kind of didn't mm-hmm. realize that their shoulders were down. Sammy and Pentagon both. But it's the only difference is that it wasn't Puma only, kind of bridged up. But it wasn't only that Sammy's shoulders were down, because if that was the case, whatever, but like it, they're, they're arguing that Joe had a pin on him. Like, okay, that's a stupid argument, but that's but that's not what the wrestlers were saying. That's what Graves was trying to put over. But both both members, sho- both guys' shoulders were down. 
I think that's the important thing to draw from here. Because like if you hit a German suplex the wrong way, you're pinning yourself to the mat too. Yeah. I just think the whole idea of pinning yourself is really stupid. Like, I don't... Yeah, I, and that's happened before in wrestling. And I think it's stupid. Well, it would have happened in the uh, Kukina Clutch scenario that I said. Because, like, Joe would be pinning himself because he would be lying on the mat. Like, I, Yeah, but I thought you were mentioning that it would have been a pin... Like Sammy, Sammy rolls over. Yeah, but he can, where it still looks like a pin. Well, even still, even if you don't do that, like if Joe's shoulders are on the mat, Joe's shoulders are on the mat. Like you know what I mean? It's like it's like a contact tackle in football. If there's some contact, that's a pin. Yeah, I just I, again, I just think it was a. There were better ways to do it. Okay. Um, my since you guys need to talk about this right away, my bad. Um, is uh, Diana saying she learned something and then not learning a thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, she's starting to become like a guilty pleasure. Is <laughs> seeing her come on TV every few weeks and talk about Asuka knocking around with a kick. <laughs> it, I mean, the match was great. I loved the match. I, I I thought it was a lot of fun, but Jesus, like I just felt bad for. Her. I just felt bad for her, and I'm gonna feel even worse for whoever Oscar feuds with next, be it Eva Marie or Bailey. I'm, I'm just gonna feel bad for. Her. Mm. Um. Well, Eamon, your your bad was kind of the same as Garza's, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so, Matt, what was your bad this week? I don't think Baron Corbin knows how wrestling works. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Ring of Honor, Matt. <laughs> I mean. All right, all right, all right. When he did it the first, when he went into Regal's office the first time to try and talk his way back into a rematch, I was like, okay, okay. I, in my mind, I, I rationalized it for myself inside of the uh, inside of the storyline that you know what, Baron knows this isn't going to work, but he's this is his hail mary throw. Let's see if I can if I see if I can catch Regal at a moment of stupidity and see if I can con my way into this match. If Regal doesn't fall for it, he walks away. When you come back again, you try again. <laughs> I don't know what to say. If, he, if he's nothing, he's persistent. He gets yeah. points for persistence. Regal gets points for standing his ground. I think um, it'd be even I don't funnier. know if we're gonna go. I don't know if we're gonna go full three-year-old child route and have Baron just keep asking and asking and asking and asking until Regal finally <laughs> just gives up. Fine, you can have your bloody match. You know. I think it'd be really so, great if. Baron comes in next week. He's like, "Hey, uh, Commissioner Regal. Clearly, neither of these guys actually wants to win. They keep pinning each other at the same time. <laughs> so, how about you just give it to me? Well, we said it before. We've said it before. After after the last takeover, Baron was the one that had the legitimate claim to the title. Like, because Joe had lost already. Sammy was just coming back. Like." Baron deserved the title shot, technically. Yeah, I think yeah, Baron I would should come so. in next week and be like, "Hey, Regal, I haven't been pinned in weeks. Yeah, those two guys both got pinned last week. You see that match, Johnny Gargano? Did you see me? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, my my change this week. I. I I like Eva, and Nia. <laughs> um. I would have preferred to see them do their promo in the ring. I don't know why I would have preferred to see it. Like, 
I feel like they need more practice at that because the backstage promo I thought was actually pretty good. But I, I want to see them do it in the ring, especially in that big arena. I was going to say, I think they did it backstage because they wanted a promo with the two that people would be able to actually hear. Over, yeah. <laughs> not over constant booing. Although they're getting better towards Eva. They're getting a little bit better. Well, I want them to get better. I want them to boo and boo and boo until... And her to just keep winning and winning and winning. It's, it's the way it's supposed to work. I thought I was like, I thought Eva I liked the promo because I felt sometimes Eva's uncomfortable with promos and I thought she did hers well. Like Although Eva is still her high water mark is her doing the full like yes when she found the, out the, 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 the air guitar thing? Yes. That, that, <laughs> no no not the air guitar. That was the best. Yes. Yes, when she found out that Naya couldn't wrestle in the Battle Royal. Oh, that was, that was good. My... The, the air guitar is the number one moment. That, that is the Are most competent. No, I'm just I'm telling you that the most competent Eva Marie has ever looked as a wrestler was when she was doing that air guitar. She was just feeling it, and it, and it happened. It was fantastic. That was good. So, good so she's like the female Heath Slater. <laughs> sure, why not? Oh, speaking of speaking, got an idea for a call up now. I was gonna say, total side note. But if we were masochists, I would have encouraged everyone to add main event to the midweek war this week because there's a New Day social outcast match on that show that <laughs> that that forces you to watch main event. Oh no! Like, because like, it is good. <laughs> All right, duly noted. I'll I'll have to check that out tonight. I'm going to um, watch that now. Uh, Garza, what is your change this week for next week? Uh, I can't really pick up many changes, so I'm just going to go with restarting the last match and not make our manager look dumb. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, Eamon, how about you? Uh, mine goes to two segments that happened this week, uh, both of them being backstage interviews. Um, I don't. This has to be a thing that they're actively telling them to do, but... People need to stop looking off camera during interviews backstage. <laughs> Dion, it looked like Diana in particularly was looking at cue cards. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't really look good when you're trying to talk to someone like this and you're not looking at the camera and it looks like I'm definitely reading this off of a card right there. Like, like someone is talking to you. Look at them. Like, you know, there's nothing... and. Diana's was was bad with that, but Balor's Balor's promo did it as well, and like I think it's the thing that they're teaching them to do, and I just don't like it. Well, either look at the person, or screw it, look at the camera. It seems like they're addressing someone who's asking them a question who just isn't in frame. Yeah, it's. That, I mean, that's what it's. I think that's what they're going for. They don't want them like turning too far to the interviewer, where you get like a profile. See, so you've got to pretend that the interviewer is, like, right there, even though the interview is actually right there. Well, what you all you have to do to fix that is move the interviewer. So it's but like then a, the yeah. interviewer will have his back to the camera, Eamon. Ah, God, no, just, stripes. Eamon, <laughs> you're clearly not in the mainstream. Hmm. But I would say either look at the person doing the interview or, screw it, look at the camera. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I will say this. TNA does this kind of right when they have their um, their uh, nanny cams backstage 
where it's the <laughs> where you where it actually seems like it's the guy holding the camera that does the interview. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes but, it makes the most sense. Yeah, those actually look better. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what was your change this week? Did we get already? Um, I do have a change for this week, and okay. it's pretty obvious, but it just kind of stuck out to me this week for some reason. I know everyone's going to agree with me, but can we just call up Enzo and Cass already and just get this over with? Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, just, Sunday! It feels so... It, it, I, I don't know why it felt so overdue this week, but just like when they came out in the arena, I was just like, this got to end. No. Free these two men! Let them be free! Whoa, Matt, do you, know, do you know why it felt... You know why I felt so ready for them? Why? It's because they're not the most over team anymore. I, you, well, you know, that might be part of it, too. And, you know, it, kind of a comparison. When uh, when Charlotte lost the Divas title to Sasha Banks, and everyone just... The Divas... Ugh, the Women's Championship, Michael. <laughs> uh, when she lost the Women's Championship to Sasha Banks... Uh, and everyone just assumed that was the call-up for Charlotte, and she didn't get called up. And she just kept hanging around. <laughs> You're just kind of like... And, it, you know, it's like almost like you almost sense that the fans are like, I, I still like you, and I still want to get behind you, and I'm into you, but you're going to be gone in a week anyway, so why am I doing this? You know, so I, I, why, why, why waste my energy on you when I could cheer for Bailey? Why cheer for Enzo and Cass? They're going to get called up any week. I'm going to cheer for American Alpha. You know I, I, mean? I see that point, but I, I, like I know you and, and many people mentioned that point of just like get them called up already, but I'm, I'm still on that point where I'm like, no, don't call them up. Like, like okay, if, if, like, if what we believe will happen at Fastlane happens, that's going to be great, don't get me wrong, but I, I'm cool with you staying on the cool show. I'm cool <laughs> with you staying on the creative, like, where you'll actually get to be something that people like show. Because guess what? Tyler Breeze isn't doing great, guys. Yeah. There's but, but no, I understand, but here's another Tyler, Bre Tyler Breeze is being called up in a different division. He's being called up in the mid-card to main event slash division. That is a traffic jam. That yeah. is a traffic jam with a couple injured superstars at the head named Cena and Orton fighting it out, and everyone else is just trying to hop on motorcycles and scoot past everyone. The tag team division is wide open. Yeah, that's fair. I, I get that. But, like, I'm just, I don't know. Call me a smart or whatever, but I'm just at that point where it's like, I don't want you to get called up. Because... You know, I've seen what happened to the Ascension and what happened to Tyler Breeze and Neville, who hasn't worked a fucking raw in like how how many fucking months? Like, ugh, just I, I I know what you're saying. Um, let me make another comparison, and I'll try to think of an appropriate wrestler for this that isn't ridiculous. But um, okay, maybe you guys can help me out. But okay, sometimes you have that wrestler who's challenging for a title, and okay, Lex Luger. Lex Luger's going to challenge for the title. He's going to beat Yokozuna. Ah, he didn't beat Yokozuna. Don't worry, he'll get him at Survivor Series. Ah, he didn't beat him. Don't worry, he'll get him at WrestleMania. Ah, you know how that went. He never wins. And it's almost the same feeling whenever someone doesn't get called up. You're like, this dude, they're ready. Why aren't they being called up? Is there something wrong with them? You know, it's it's kind of a deal where, like, I don't want to say you overstay your welcome because they've been there forever. But you can um, argue, and they're more so popular can, than they've ever been. But you can argue that so many people on the NXT roster are ready. Finn Balor's ready. Samoa Joe's ready. Bailey's ready. Sami Zayn's ready. 
but you can't call all of them up. Right, but in the, yeah. but as we said before, in the NXT tag team division, there's a glut of talent. There's a glut. Yeah. Of, they have even if Enzo and Cass leave, they have five well-established teams that they can use. That's fair. I mean, it's Enzo and Cass not uh, getting the NXT titles at some point would suck, but they don't really need them. They don't really need them. The winning the titles for them. It would be a great pop when it happens. It wouldn't make them any more over in the long run because they're already super over. Uh, I agree with that to to an extent, but remember that the team that beats Enzo and Cass, if they have those titles, gets a whole lot from that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a heel team, and we don't really have too many strong ones. It doesn't have to be a heel team, though. It'll be all right. We'll find one. Yeah. I I still I still. I still think they're going to be in NXT for another year or so. Don't worry. I still think Fastlane, we're getting the call up right away. And, and, and that will be amazing. It's just a selfish thing for me. It's not about what I want for them. Obviously, they want to get up to the main roster too. But, like, selfishly, I want you to stay right where you are because that's an environment that's really, really great for you. I know. I know. And, and But it, you know what? And we're all suckers because we all fall for this um, – Every time someone gets caught up for NXT, uh, we fall it when they bring fall for it when they bring in AJ Styles. We're like, this guy's going to be different. This guy's going to be different. <laughs> Enzo and Cass going to be different. They've got no tag teams. Enzo can talk like no other. It's going to be awesome. They're going to rule it. Don't worry. But you're right. They're probably better off in NXT. And plus, I mean, if Enzo and Cass do get called up, we do have two guys that are rumored to be waiting in the wings. In Machine Gun Anderson and Doc Gallows. That's true. If they went to NXT. Boom. There, there you go. I want to see the Bullet Club versus American Alpha. Please <laughs> sign me up for that match. That would be amazing. But yeah, I, I mean, I think Enzo and Cass are ready. I think they know they're ready too. It's just a matter of timing. All right. So, um, Matt, where do you rank NXT this week? Uh. You know what? I'll make it number three. I saw just enough of Ring of Honor to catch that main event with um, ACH and Seidel versus the Young Bucks, and that was awesome. So I'll give it number three. Number two is Ring of Honor for me. Okay. If you saw the rest of Ring of Honor, I have a feeling those will be reversed. Anyway, Garza, <laughs> Garza, where do you rank NXT this week? Uh, I rank NXT number four. I thought it was dumb. There it is. <laughs> uh, God damn it. All right, Eamon, how about you? Uh, I originally was going to have NXT as number two. Uh, I'm actually going to make it number three this week. Whoa. Uh, there's good stuff on here, and i got to say, I can't really hate a show where Alex Riley gets beaten and skunked, so hey. <laughs> um, I, mean, I still stand by the bad finish that may put a bad taste in my mouth. Alrighty, um, I'm ranking NXT number two this week. Uh, I clearly didn't have a problem, as big of a problem with the finish as you guys did. And I love the opening tag match. I, I love yeah. tags like that. They're just fucking crazy fun. And also, we got we got a Dana Brooke promo. You can't you can't go <laughs> wrong with a show with a Dana Brooke promo. That's fine. All right. Uh, so Matt, where can the people find you on the internet? Come find me on Twitter at mainstream Matt with one T. And uh, go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com and IndieWrestling.us. I write many things, and you will uh, enjoy reading them. 
All righty, Garza, how about you? Find me at DW Revolution for Twitter. You can go to TheWrestlingRevolution.com. All right, Naaman, how about you? Twitter, at Naaman2Please. Twitter, at InspireProRes. Follow it. Do it. Now. Thank, thank you thank you for prefacing which social media site that was first, Naaman. Yes. <laughs> you can find me at MadMike483 on the Twitter machine. Also, go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Round about 9 o'clock every Tuesday night, we go live, and we talk about the entire world of professional wrestling, and we do a little something called Mayhem Mania, a competitive thought experiment where Antonio Garza and I destroy each other's dreams in trying to build the best <laughs> WrestleMania we possibly can, thanks to the help of the ingenious Matt Carlin. Scorched so, Earth. So, for Matt Garland, for Amy Payton, for Antonio Garza, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid-Week War.